Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in on this week's episode. I'm going to uh, talk to you about a couple things. Um but uh don't don't run away if you if you get turned off by any religion stuff. Um but I'm going to talk to you about figured since it's Good Friday and it is Easter season and all that stuff that uh was like, "Oh, maybe I'll go through and look at uh things Jesus said about money because if you're not, even if you're not religious, you can still take something away from it. Um, so not trying to, don't accuse me of trying to make Bitcoin religious. That's not the attempt. But um, I'll, I would just encourage you to listen because <clears throat> remember I worked with this guy one time on a movie that, um, you know, was not, uh, I mean, I think he was like probably some kind of atheist or I don't know, agnostic something, blah, blah, blah. And he he was like, you know, really into Buddhism and, you know, the teachings of stuff. And I remember asking him, I said, well, what do you think of Jesus? And he was like, he's pretty dope, dude. Had some pretty cool stuff to say. So if you're not into the religious aspect, uh, just, you know, take it from that angle that uh, he was a pretty dope dude. And he had uh, some pretty cool things to say because um, I just I, I pulled a couple things just out of curiosity. I mean, I know some of these things, but it's like, all right, go to the source and see what was said um and i think it's good advice for life in general um and i think it's a lot of stuff that us bitcoiners most for the most part know and practice um but anyways just thought it would be an interesting uh interesting thing to discuss uh so before we go any further shout out to the bitbox o2 hardware wallet go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple and use the promo code Bitcoin made simple to get 5% off. And for the love of all that is holy during this Holy week, please get your coins off the exchange and put them on a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. And then also shout out to upstream data for all your mining needs. Go to upstreamdata.ca, get a nice black box to make your miner nice and quiet. Um, you can also buy miners there too. So, uh, I would recommend you do that. And last but not least, check out Movies Plus. We've got a lot of awesome, awesome stuff going up there. Um, I don't know why I just said awesome, like I was British, but I did, so whatever. Um, you want to check out the movie Hoaxed, if you guys have not seen it. Uh, it was produced by Mike Cernovich, uh, and it is about the like exposing the fake, the fake news um mainstream media and and how that uh like the inner workings really actually work so uh it's a really good film um and you can watch it with a subscription so uh please do and you can use promo code Corey. there's it's just stunning to me a lot of people have used that um so uh yeah just keep using it um because it helps uh, it'll save you some money gets you a whole year for two dollars a month anyways um so by the way before i get into the 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 money thing um the last week i mentioned how i thought i had fixed my sewage system and boy was i i mean it was like uh three hours after i recorded the podcast that uh water backed up into the basement again um 
So I figured that out, uh, figured out what the problem is. So if you have a septic system and you're having that problem and there's no clog, throwing this out there to you in the future, maybe it's the um, the float that is down in the septic tank. It floats in the water and flips upside down when it gets too high, turns the pump on. Um, the float had become untethered. So a guy came out tethered it so thankfully i mean it's still you know cost me 250 bucks which wasn't thrilled about but um uh it was way better than digging up the yard and replacing pipes and all that kind of stuff so uh yeah just uh if you want to ever dig your hands in and do it yourself then maybe you could save yourself the money because it's all it needed to do was be tethered um but yeah so let's get into bitcoin related topics um so yeah, it's Good Friday. Uh, you know, obviously the day that Jesus was put to death on the cross, and so thinking like, you know, it was just obviously on my mind because it's my religion. Um, and I thought, oh, you know what? He said some pretty cool stuff about money. And it's not about like money in particular. He talks about like wealth and all that kind of stuff. And I just think it's a really good perspective. So I wanted to go through a couple of them and then off the cuff, just give you my thoughts. Don't take this as gospel. Haha. Um, you know, just uh, this is my thoughts. This is a Bitcoiner merging with pretty deep theological thoughts um, from the son of man. So um, it says at one point, no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Uh, mammon is Aramaic for money or wealth. Um, you can't serve two masters. Uh, and that's really, really tricky because it's something I'm constantly battling with. You know, you're like on the the stresses of life and the fact that you like need money to survive. Um, but, uh, but if you're, if you're fully devoted to just money for money's sake, um, then you will be, you will be, you'll be, you'll be sad in the end. Um, it will not end well for you. Uh, if you're just trying to get rich, and I think a lot of us Bitcoiners know this, where you see the people and it's like, oh, you're here for number go up. You're here just to see the Bitcoin price go up so that you can become rich and buy a Lamborghini and win Lambo and all that stuff. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, obviously I believe in my God, but you might believe in something different. Um, you might just be agnostic and believe in a higher power of some kind. Um, so I'm not here to tell you what to believe in. I'm just here to tell you that it's really, really hard. And this is a good lesson. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to uh, be devoted to money entirely and be devoted to other things in your life things that are more important family friends all that kind of stuff um you know it, how many things are missed events are missed because oh i gotta go i 
I got to work, blah, blah, blah. And if you, I mean, if you have to work, you have to work. I'm just saying the endless pursuit of riches for the sake of being rich. Um, and that kind of gets into my thought. I've thought a lot about this is that like, you know, the average person, it's really hard to get by prices of everything are going up. Everything is getting more expensive, but you know, we're, we have two cars, one of which is 13 years old and still runs. And the other one we're coming up relatively soon to the end of the car payments. And I'm like, I don't think I've said this before. I don't think I'm going to buy another car. Like it's going to be years before I buy another car. I think unless necessity makes me, but I think we get pulled into this, like this cycle. And it's like the advertising and the, we're kind of programmed this way through society to just spend more money. You know, it's like all of a sudden, Hey, I have an extra 500 bucks a month. I have an extra 500 bucks a month because I no longer have that car payment, but you end up turning around and using the car payment for you. Like, ah, you know what? After like, maybe, maybe you're like, ah, I'm saving money. And then like six months down the line, you kind of trick yourself into being like, Hey, I can get a new car. I can do it. Um, And then you do that. You get a new car and and there you go. You're uh, you're back into the same cycle. It's more expensive than the last one, and you have to spend more time working. Um, when in reality, you should be winding down. You know, you should work. You should work for necessities. Um, God doesn't want you to just sit there and not work. So you should be working for the necessities because that's what we need, and it's. And you can provide for yourself. But yeah, we just get stuck in this cycle. We keep going. We keep digging deeper. We keep <clears throat> adding more on top of the pile and uh, and making it harder and harder to get out of the system. Uh, and I think my one neighbor has a really, really good mindset where he's like, uh, I won't dox what he does, but he... he um, you know, on an hourly basis makes a good enough rate where he can be flexible with how much time he works. And he's like, you know, it's all about, you know, my time right now, you know, like my kids are young. So like, why would I be spending all my time killing myself to save money for the future? Um, whenever really, like, I just need to make enough now while they're here. And then, you know, maybe whenever they're older, I can work more or maybe I won't need to work more, you know? So I, I remember, I mean, it was one of the first conversations I had with them and I was like, damn, that's pretty based. Like pretty, I was like, got a good neighbor right off the bat. But, um, but uh, yeah, so that kind of gets into, you know, what are you serving? Are you serving to just make more money to have more things or are you serving something else in your life? something more important because you can't do both it's really hard uh, the hardest part for me is getting torn back into the serving money part like in, not that i you get go into serving money but like you just get you're like i gotta i gotta pay i gotta do something i gotta push something out here i gotta i mean 
God, I'm in the entrepreneur's life, so I'm just constantly chasing it. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's a it's a rat race. So, anyways, um, but a lot of those thoughts get into the next part. So, next part is a parable that Jesus told, and I'll just read the parable. It's a short paragraph. It said, the land of a rich man yielded well, and he reasoned with himself, saying. What shall I do because I have nowhere to gather my crops? And he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will gather all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night they require your soul from you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So, is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Um, the point being, I think in this one, this is what I'm taking away from it. You work your whole life to get to a certain point um, so that you can kick back and relax. But what if that night is your last night on earth? Then you weren't enjoying your time. If you were overtaxing yourself to get to that point, you weren't enjoying the moments you had now. Um, now, I use this example. I've used it before. And I, this isn't to say that my uncle didn't enjoy his time on, on earth because he did. Um, but it, just the timing of it was, I remember being very eye-opening to me. He retired and, you know, was healthy and everything was fine. And then, um, and then I think it was like 12 months later is when he passed away. It was like during that 12 month period, he had diagnosed with a terminal cancer and, um, and, you know, it was, it was quick and terrible and, you know, horrible for my cousins and for my dad and everything like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, it was rough on us too, but obviously much worse for my, my cousins and, and my dad. And uh, I just remember being struck with, I was like, God, like that sucks. You know, you work your whole life to get to retirement and then there is no retirement to enjoy. Um, You know, but that also doesn't mean that it was a waste because like you have to look at it this way too. My aunt now has had, how long has it been now? 11 years-ish, something like that. Um, wow, that's really hard to believe. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's been 11 years, and, uh, and he, you know, they set themselves up for retirement together. Um, but, you know, you can't, like they always say, you can't take it with you. Obviously, he didn't want to, he would have preferred to have been here to enjoy the spoils of his labor, but it also is something that enabled my aunt to, you know, have a nice, uh, has a very nice retirement right now. You know, not like wealthy or anything like that, you know, it's just like a good, comfortable retirement where she's taking her grandkids, you know, on little vacations and trips and, um, you know, just 
afforded those blessings um, through the uh, the hard work. But I think there's just a little bit of a lesson in there to to make sure that you're not working too hard and avoiding the joy of life. Um, and I will give you an example of a great example of him enjoying life uh, was that the him and my aunt went to the Steelers Super Bowl shortly a little bit before he passed. Um, and uh, and as you can imagine, it was not cheap, um, you know, and like I said, I don't come from money. You know, my family is just a, a bunch of good, hardworking Americans that uh, have made their way from, you know, uh, the immigrants that uh, the immigrant parents that moved here, grandparents that moved here. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, you got to you got to enjoy your life. Um, so, yeah, I didn't expect to talk about my uncle so much, but uh, that kind of just hit me there. as I was talking about. Um, OK, so then but before I keep going, get a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet and get your coins off the exchange, please. Um then, uh, so this one, I think a lot of people are familiar with. It's related to taxes, and we are in tax season right now. If you are in the United States, you have seven days to get your taxes in. Um, so it says, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and render to God the things that are God's. I think people take this, I think people take this in many different ways because you look it up and some people are like see jesus said that you should pay the state everything and the state is good and blah 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 um and then there's people who are saying like oh he's like mocking it and um i'm not quite sure um i think he's pointing out here that like look like taxes are taxes you gotta pay them and Really, like, so we understand it as Bitcoiners with this fiat currency. So take Bitcoin out of your mind for the time being and don't think about paying taxes on your Bitcoin or, you know, a portion of your, having to cash out some of your Bitcoin to pay for taxes. Just think about the literal fiat currency. We know that it is completely made up out of thin air. We know that it's completely fake. We know that it is a manipulated currency that is robbing us of our time. And I think what you're saying here is kind of like, if they want to charge you some percentage of that, of their made up money, then so be it. Like that's what they're kind of going back to the first part of like, that's what they're, that's what they're being slaves to. You know, that's what they're being devoted to maybe. So it's like, well, yeah, I mean, if they, if that's really that important to them, then pay it. And also it's like, it's the law of the land. Like, what are you going to do? And everyone has to do it. But I think what he's saying with, you know, give to God the things that are God's, it's just saying that like, look, money is not a thing that buys you eternal riches. Um, money is something that just is a, helps you facilitate life on earth. Um, you know, and sure, we, you know, there's bureaucratic things that are needed. I mean, we need stop signs 
We need lines painted on the roads, stuff like that. Is it abused? Sure. Everything is, you know, no matter where you look, but, uh, it's just, it's part of life. It's like the, the social contract and it may, you may say it's unfair, but it is what it is. But the good thing is, is that all you're rendering is to Caesar is what is Caesar's. And that is the fiat made up currency. Um, and to God, whatever you have to give up to God is not what you have to give up. You don't have to give your soul to, uh, to Caesar. And also, you know, the, the one saying, this isn't, I don't think this is from Jesus. I think it's just uh, one of the disciples or something um, wrote that uh, it, the love of money is the root of all evil. People always think that money is the root of all evil, but I actually early on, it was episode four, I had heavily armed clown and Ben Prentice on, and he corrected me, heavily armed clown did. He said, he said, no, it's the love of money is what, uh, is what people is the root of all evil. And, you know, you dig into that a little bit and it's like, well, that's how you end up quite literally selling your soul to evil in order to obtain this money. This money is used to seduce us to do things that we wouldn't want to do. We wouldn't normally do things that are not good. Um, so, you know, it's, and again, it's one of those things. It's like fix the money, fix the world, big saying in Bitcoin. Um, and if you if you have a fair money system, then think things will money will get used for good a lot more. So uh, then the last big thing was uh, I always like to say whenever I'm talking about Bitcoin to people that are in the religious sect, I'm like I'm like you know the only time that like Jesus really got mad was whenever they were the money changers and everything selling in the temple and he flipped the tables and it was over. So it was over money. Um, so I'll read this part. So Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written. He said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. So unpacking this because it's a, it's a big one. Um, you're not, obviously he's talking about like, don't make this the, you know, this, this isn't what it's meant to be. It's not meant to be a bank. It's not meant to be a market, um, you know, and there's plenty, I mean, believe me, donation baskets, all that kind of stuff catch my eye whenever you think about that stuff you're like oh i mean is this really what he wanted um and uh oh man i'll still never forget whenever i was working at an arena watching a big non-denominational gathering and they were passing around buckets around a seventeen thousand seat arena for donations for these people that flew here in private jets and it's like you gotta be kidding me oh i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole because that stuff drives me nuts um, 
But uh, I think what's interesting here is that uh, this is more of the, I guess, a repudiation of not just where they're doing it, but also I think he had a problem with the fact that they were, um, they were, you know, the money changers were charging interest and profiting off of other people's labor. Which, hello, if you're a Bitcoiner, is very, very relevant to why we're in this, what we're fighting for. Um, because it's ridiculous to me. You know, I think this almost directly speaks to, and I've mentioned this before, but I keep bringing it up anytime I think about it because it's so ridiculous that when you have when, in order for the bank to whenever they had to have a minimum you know i think they had to have 10 percent or whatever to to cover your they could loan up to 10x they can make 10 times how whatever their deposits were in the bank they can have loans 10 times that amount i don't think they have any fractional reserve anymore i think it's just you know they don't need any I, the the actual term escapes me but um, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's just insane. It's insane. You want to buy a house, you have to put 20% down. If you put 20% down on that house, then that bank is eligible to give out loans up to 200% of the value of the house. So the money that they lend you is directly, directly a result of your down payment. How absurd is that? It's money that comes out of thin freaking air because of your down payment. It's just so insane to me ever since I laid that out in my head or somebody laid it out in my head for me. So I think that is more... I mean, I think it's partially like, hey, this is a temple. Don't do it in the temple. But I think that is more the thing that he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you are defrauding people, basically, and stealing from them because you have the advantage of the money changer institution. So... I say all of this just to, to kind of break down for a moment how unimportant money should actually be. You should try to make it as unimportant as possible. Um, and I'll tell you this, that like Bitcoin has really done this for me. And I think it does it for a lot of us. But the more I've gotten into it, like... The, the number in my head that I need to live comfortably and retire has gone down significantly. I'll never retire because I like doing stuff. You know, I like being a creator. I like inventing, doing things, and being a producer. Um, but, uh, but there's something to be said for the freedom of not having to slave away at a job. Um, 
so yeah, uh, the Bitcoin has really helped me reframe that because it's really hard BC before Bitcoin. Try to think back, like what did I think? What did I value? It's really hard to wrap your head around because um, it was much different, much much different. And I think I was valuing the wrong things. And I mean, the absurd things I spent money on with the business, just insane. The car that I own now that I'm still trying to pay off, it's like, God, I am trying to think. I think I bought that car maybe 12 months or less than 12 months before I got into Bitcoin, like really got into it and bought it and started, you know, going down the rabbit hole endlessly. Oh God, if I had just not bought that car, then waited a minute, I'd probably still just have one car and it would be the 13 year old car that we have. And we'd, we'd find a way to make it work. Or you know what? If we needed a second car, I would have bought one for uh, just a, a fraction of it, a small fraction. Uh, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, but these are life lessons that we learn. Um, so anyways, I just hope you take away from this that Jesus was a pretty dope dude and he had some pretty awesome things to say. And I'm not trying to make this religious. I'm just saying, I mean, you listen to the things that I just read through, go look up things he said about money. I'm pretty sure he would have been a Bitcoiner. Um, and, and that's why there's a chance that Bitcoin maybe is divine. So whether you believe or not, if you're a Bitcoiner, it would be a good thing if it was divine. Um, but regardless of where it came from or what it is, it is here to help save us from this fiat scam and help you stop having your time robbed from you. So I hope that's what you take away from this. And I also hope that you get a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet and get your coins off the exchange. And I will talk to you guys later. Happy Easter and happy high holidays, whatever you celebrate. See you.